listening to Beyond the Game. I love you guys. love the program. You're already famous in Rochester, but watch out world. It's a faith-based sports radio program. That's the dumbest thing I could think of. I love everything about it. The, the, the beards, the handshakes. That just means I'm never leaving my kids alone with you. The ladies are digging my sweet bass. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome in, everybody, to another week of the Beyond the Game radio program. Very glad to have you along. Along with Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. In fact, we are very honored to have you along as well. You can find us at btgprogram.com or at btgprogram. With all the talk about getting our country up and running again, sports figure strongly into that conversation. And I think it's important that sports return. I realize there's a lot of steps in the process getting them back. But once we figure those steps out, I think it's good to have sports do what sports are supposed to do, which is provide an element of escape and distraction from everyday life. Sports is an entertainment. It's like a movie. It's like other forms of entertainment that provide us a break from everyday life, an opportunity to enjoy some recreation, an opportunity to just get away before returning to our normal life. Sports is not life. And I'm hoping one of the realities that our new normal when we get to the other side of this thing, if it turns out this way, is that we remember sports is not life. Sports is not critical to our lives. They're important. You and I, Zach, we love them. Mm -hmm. But let's keep things in perspective. When there's violence, hate, anger, such as we've seen, because somebody roots for a team that another person disapproves of, perspective has been lost. Most people aren't there. I do get that. I get that the person who beats another person up because they wore the wrong team's gear, that person is an exception. I get all that. But in all honesty, I, probably you as well, I do talk to some people who start to get hot under the collar when you talk about their guy or their team. Mm -hmm. That person needs a reset because sports is not life. But I think it's important for fans to be able to go to the games because without the fans, it doesn't matter. It is entertainment. It is entertainment for the fans. The fans are vitally important to what sports are. But we can scale up to the return of fans. We can put the games on TV in empty stadiums for now to entertain the fans. Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, who I love, you love. He says he's hopeful to be playing football games this fall. Like I say, I like Cousins. I don't want to misrepresent what he said, but he said he would not really be all that different for players, or it would not really be all that different for players to play without fans. Well, sure, he played most of his career for the Redskins. He's used to it. (laughs) He said, quote, honestly, we practice every day in an empty grass area and pump in crowd noise for away games. He added, OTA practices don't have a lot of pomp and circumstances to them, so honestly, to go out and just play the game would kind of be refreshing, a breath of fresh air to just let us know that we don't have to have all the smoke and the fire. Now, I don't care for the some of the things he said in there, like refreshing, breath of fresh air to play without the fans. It sounds like he's saying he'd be nice without fans. And again, I'm not intending to misrepresent him because I don't think that's at all what he meant for the long term. This experience of playing without fans, though, would help some come to appreciate the fans in the crowd. Sure. 
Who was a Wimbledon player a couple years ago, two years ago, three maybe at this point? In frustration, he said something along the lines of the fans don't matter. He's not there for the fans. They don't pay him, and he wasn't there for them. Fans do pay you. They're the ones who pay the outrageous Mm -hmm. prices at the stadium and arenas so you can get the outrageous salary. I'm hoping that these unfortunate circumstances will begin to bring some sense of reasonableness to the ridiculous money we talk about when it comes to sports and celebrities and and, and these such a things. You've seen the memes, being able to live without athletes and celebrities, but not without healthcare workers or grocery workers and such. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't want to undervalue what anybody does, including what athletes do or celebrities do, because there's a reason they pay them to do a job because it's important. If you're getting paid, to do something, it's because there's a value to what you do. And I don't want to live without athletes and celebrities, but I do want to see all these people viewed with a common sense perspective. Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey just got $16 million a year. Highest running back paid in NFL history. Mm -hmm. Is that common sense money? Nope. $300 million. Exactly right. We can get it. talk about all that another time. $300 million contract in baseball. Is that common sense money? Meanwhile, some of our most critical workers, people, are getting paid table scraps. I hope that our new normal begins to reset some of that. So often, we we overlook some people who make our experiences so great. The roar of the crowd makes the experience for the player even better, the sweetness of the victory, even better. At whatever level of competition, playing in front of a crowd is, is an amazing experience. I got some takeout from one of my favorite places the other day, and I was talking to one of the servers I've gotten to know over time. And he was telling me how much of a struggle this whole thing has been for them. He mentioned that some people, they're picking up takeout, which is nice, but they're not giving much of a tip, if any at all. We need to remember these people. They get paid a measly hourly salary and depend on tips. So you know a good or bad server can make or break your dining experience. So take care of them now when they need you. But all too often, these people are overlooked and they're not valued as they ought to be in light of their contributions to us enjoying our experience. In the Bible, you can read about Saul, a guy who held no value for Christians. He was considered... He considered them of little value and persecuted them harshly. That is until he met Jesus and his eyes were opened. His perspective changed, and he became arguably the greatest Christian of all time, the Apostle Paul. Think about how he was before he met Jesus. He had a lofty opinion of who he was, how important he thought he was, how important he thought what he was doing was, how he didn't need God's help. He had everything under control. Maybe maybe like New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo. Our behavior has stopped the spread of the virus. God did not stop the spread of the virus. We read this in 2 Corinthians, verse 8, For we do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our affliction which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened excessively beyond our strength, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, we had the same sentence of death within ourselves, so that we would not trust in ourselves but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a peril of death, and will deliver us, he on whom we have set our hope, and he will yet deliver us. 
Paul says he was overwhelmed, not knowing if he would survive. He had to rely on someone else. He had to rely on God. A couple of chapters later, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18, he says this, Therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory for beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We're going through much in our country, but as Paul says, don't lose heart. There's purpose in suffering, and good things can come of it. He said in verse 16, God renewed their spirits. In verse 18, he acknowledges that the situation is only temporary. Compared to eternity, all those things Paul suffer, well, they weren't very big. Without disparaging anything anybody may be going through right now, the same is true with us, that compared to eternity, our circumstances are relatively small. Like Paul, we need to maintain a perspective, to focus on the truly important things, the truly valuable things. Instead of focusing on things that we see happening around us, we need to focus on the unseen. Instead of the temporary, and I know the temporary can be difficult, but instead thinking about the eternal. Our perspective influences how we live, what we invest our life into. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21, he said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Athletic achievement, awards, recognition, money, even the newest electronic gadgets, these things really don't matter. Sports are important, but they're not vital. We can enjoy the distraction, we can enjoy the entertainment, but it's not life. Our life here on earth is very short compared to eternity. For the believer, it makes a lot more sense to store up treasures in heaven where they'll last for all of eternity. And for the unbeliever in Jesus Christ, it makes a lot more sense to make sure your soul spends eternity in heaven rather than in hell suffering the punishment of your sins. Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for the penalty of your sins, so that you don't have to go to hell. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But even though the sacrifice has already been paid, you still must accept that payment on your behalf. I can offer you a gift. It's only yours if you take it. God's will is that you would know him, that you would accept that free gift of forgiveness which he's offering you. He doesn't want anyone to die in their sins. He doesn't want anyone to perish in hell. But he is just. He is righteous. And without the forgiveness of sin, that is what will happen. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says, The Lord is not slow about his promises, some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. The Bible says, If we confess our sins, he'll forgive us our sins. 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
Romans 10.13 says, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call in the name of the Lord. Tell him you believe that he died on the cross for you, that he was buried, and that he rose again, and ask God to forgive you of your sins. As we always invite, if there's a way in which we can help, maybe it's just asking us to keep you in prayer. Please let us know. You can reach out to us through our website, btgprogram.com. Along with Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Come on back. This is the Beyond the Game radio program. Here now is the Red Hawks recap brought to you by Roberts Wesleyan College. Due to the canceling of the collegiate sports season, of course, there's not much to talk about again this week, but I do want to invite you to take part in the Red Hawks golf scramble coming up later this year. Make plans now as Roberts Wesleyan College will host its 13th annual Red Hawks golf scramble on July 20th at Mill Creek Golf Club. If you register before May 1st, the cost is only $99. Support the athletics program at Roberts Wesleyan College and sign up for the Red Hawks golf scramble on July 20th today. To sign up, visit their website, which by the way, you could stay up to date with all the Roberts Wesleyan athletics at that website, robertsredhawks.com. And you can add them to the list of people you're following on Twitter at RWC Redhawks. This has been the Redhawks Recap presented by Roberts Wesleyan College. Do you know an athlete whose participation in athletics is vital to their college choice? Then consider telling them about Roberts Wesleyan College. Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts. We field 17 varsity sports and offer the only NCAA D2 program in Greater Rochester. Our teams have won six conference titles and reached three NCAA national championship appearances. Help the athlete you know to take their game to the next level. Visit roberts.edu. Community is all about people coming together to serve one another and help one another. What a great example during this crisis by showing an act of kindness with a care pack from Rock Cares, which in turn helps keep local businesses and workers working and serving their community. Visit rockcares.info and choose from two fresh and delicious packages. Send one to yourself and one to someone who you want to know just how much you appreciate them. Plus, with every package purchased, a gift bag with fresh fruit and a healthy snack will be delivered to medical professionals on the front lines of this COVID virus. Visit rockcares.info, that's R-O-C-Cares.info, or call them at 585-775-7520. rockcares.info, neighbors helping neighbors. Welcome back into the Beyond the Game program. Our show was recorded here in the BTG studio in Rochester, New York. It's heard all around the world via podcast. Last week, the program was downloaded in Great Falls, Montana, among many other locations around the United States. And interestingly enough, Zach, this past week's program was the first one in over five years that has not been downloaded yet anyway in any international location. We had a pretty yeah, we had a pretty good streak. At least in my opinion, it was a pretty good streak. Now we leave access up at the website, so maybe it will be downloaded. But I had to change that because this week, that last last week's program has not been downloaded internationally. We scared them off with the Bigfoot calls, I think. Maybe <laughs> Great Falls, Montana, is the birthplace of former NFL quarterback Ryan Leaf. 
widely regarded as the biggest draft bust of all time. I don't know if it was a 30 for 30. I don't know what I was watching, but I was watching some program recently about Leaf and the many things that he's gone through. And he would readily admit, I'm sure, that he's his own worst enemy. But it was really encouraging to see him embrace where he is, using his experience to help others. He seems to be in a good place today. You have to be happy after all that he's gone through. Two-time former Toronto Blue Jays manager John Gibbons, also born in Great Falls, Montana. Thanks to all of you who are listening in Great Falls, Montana, and to you, wherever it is you're listening from, we thank you as well. Here now is the man with the legendary beard, Zach Barletta, to take us through this week's shenanigans topics. All right, number one. Trade rumors are rampant on Twitter because Jersey Maker Fanatics posted and then soon deleted a photo of an Odell Beckham Jr. Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. Truth or shenanigans, OBJ will be traded before the end of next week's NFL draft. No, I say shenanigans to this. I, I didn't even see that photo. I mean, who, who would a trade make sense for? I said a year ago, I didn't think the Browns were going to make the playoffs. I thought they were on a two-year plan. I didn't expect them to do all that well because so much of their talent was young, raw. I mean, they imploded more than I had imagined, but that was mostly to the Browns being the Browns and a bad coaching hire. But they're not going to be any better without OBJ. I think this is the year the Browns do take a major step forward, and they need Odell Beckham Jr. To trade him away makes no sense. Beyond that, the Browns traded for him. So don't you owe it to yourself to make at least one good run with him before you get rid of him? And let's be real, last year was not one good run. Yeah. No, last year was terrible. And it it was funny because it seemed like everyone except for the Browns understood that bringing in Odell Beckham and trading away your best offensive lineman with a young quarterback was not the way to go. And predictably, it went pretty poorly. Um, I don't really see a team trading for Beckham after the season that he had. But I will say this, the Jaguars thing actually makes a little bit of sense to me because if you think about it, they got to trade Yannick Ngakwe. He doesn't want to be there. He says on Twitter just about every day he doesn't want to be there. You could trade Ngakwe straight up for Beckham add another dynamic receiver for your young quarterback, Gardner Minshew, shed a little bit of salary at the same time. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I I am saying the Jaguars are dumb enough to probably do it, but um, I just I just don't see too many fits for him at this point, so I'm going to say no. The best fit is Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. Number two, due to the coronavirus pandemic, Major League Baseball is reportedly considering the radical idea of complete realignment for the 2020 season. This plan would eliminate the American and National Leagues for the year and instead use the Grapefruit and Cactus Leagues from spring training, playing all their games in their empty spring training stadiums. They would also have the designated hitter in both leagues, since the realignment would put National League teams in America in the same division as some American League teams. Truth or shenanigans, you like all of this idea. What do you think? You like it? Yeah, I'm in favor of it 100%. Maybe just because I'm so desperate to have baseball come back, but... Look, it would be fun. I mean, you have you have the Yankees in a division with like the Pirates, a super weak division. I mean, the Yankees crushing this division. Uh, the the Rays would be in a division that they would likely win, so they would finally get to win a division. I just I, I really like it. And then you know my stance on the universal DH. Basically, whatever it takes to get the DH in both leagues, I'm in favor of. And I think once they've tried it, I don't think they would go back. I think that would get us the DH in the National League 
going forward. So I'm in favor of it 100 percent. Yeah, I agree. I like it as well. And, and I'm sure desperation has something to do with it. But I like it if we agree that this is a temporary thing. We're not going to get a baseball season this year in the way we know and love baseball. Whatever it is, it's going to be a sort of asterisk-type season. Oh, absolutely. So why not go with something radical and try some things? I think this is an ideal opportunity to try some of the things that they've talked about. Time clocks, robot umpires, full-scale DH usage. Implement it all this year because if we're not getting baseball until halfway through the summer, we're not really looking at this year like a what you what a right. recognized baseball season. It's going to be on par with a strike shortened season. So throw it all in there and see what comes out at the end. Absolutely. I agree. And as you say, there will be some things that you say, well, that worked out pretty well. I kind of like it. Let's stick with that. Absolutely. Number three, truth or shenanigans. Without sports to watch, you've used all your extra time to make yourself a better person. <laughs> uh, shenanigans. <laughs> I, I'd like to think I am, but I don't see how sitting on the couch stuffing my face with popcorn and ice cream while working my way through the entire Netflix library is making myself a better person. Seriously, though, I maybe it has. I've had some time to make a concerted effort to connect with some people that I haven't connected with in a while. I think that's probably a good thing. I think there are some habits and lessons I'm learning through this whole thing, probably that we're all learning through this whole thing, which I think will probably make us all better people in the end. Yeah, I have to say shenanigans as well. I think I'm probably making myself a bigger person because I'm (laughs) snacking and sitting in front of the TV like so much. But yeah, no, I I had thought about it and I was like, you know, I got all this time. I could do some stuff to better stuff. And I'm reading a lot more books, so I think that's good. I'm trying to get outside and fish and take my kids out and stuff, so that's good. But, I mean, like, I could be so much more productive. Your wife is building a 3D puzzle of the Mm. entire map of Middle Earth. It's super awesome. Like, I should be doing stuff like that. I'm watching Tiger King. I'm playing lots of PlayStation. You know, I'm finding new shows to watch. So... I really need to be more productive with my time, and it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to – it's like starting a diet. I'm definitely going to be more productive tomorrow. And then tomorrow I eat more chips and play more PlayStation, and that's it. So, unfortunately, I have to say shenanigans. The next virus, I'm really going to work on my inner self. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, that's all our shenanigans, but when we come back, we'll close out this week's show with our You Like That segment. Stick with us for something encouraging from the world of sports along with Zach Barletta. I'm Rick Benson. This is the Beyond the Game radio program. How can I forgive when I can forgive myself? Community is all about people coming together to serve one another and help one another. And what a great example during this crisis by showing an act of kindness with a care pack from Rock Cares, which in turn helps keep local businesses and workers working and serving their community. Visit rockcares.info and choose from two fresh and delicious packages. Send one to yourself and one to someone who you want to know just how much you appreciate them. Plus, with every package purchase, a gift bag with fresh fruit and a healthy snack will be delivered to medical professionals on the front lines of this COVID virus. Visit rockcares.info, that's R-O-C-Cares.info, or call them at 585-775-7520 rockcares.info neighbors helping neighbors 
Do you know an athlete whose participation in athletics is vital to their college choice? Then consider telling them about Roberts Wesleyan College. Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts. We field 17 varsity sports and offer the only NCAA D2 program in Greater Rochester. Our teams have won six conference titles and reached three NCAA national championship appearances. Help the athlete you know to take their game to the next level. Visit roberts.edu. Welcome back into the final segment of the program as we close out our show with our You Like That for this week. The Lord says in Isaiah 43, verse 19, Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. What I like this week is a bit convoluted. I don't necessarily like that the nation's top high school basketball recruit is planning to skip college. It hurts the game of college basketball. But Jalen Green is doing something new. He's going to make a roadway in the wilderness for other players. When the NBA's G League announced about a year ago they would pay players signed to select contracts as much as $125,000 for their five- or six-month season, we all knew it would mean that some players would skip the one-and-done college game and jump straight to the NBA's developmental league. What I do like about this, though, is that I think it will kick the door open for a plan to get college players compensated, at least on some level. I'm not saying colleges need to pay their star players $125,000, but I do think athletes should be compensated on some level, considering the significant amount of money they bring into their school. I don't have the answer. I'm not the brightest knife in the drawer. But Jalen Green skipping college to enter the NBA's G League if it does what I believe it will do, is you what like I like that. this week. You like that. What I like this week was another story of professional athletes doing something to give back to their community in this time of pandemic. Retired Buffalo Bill Lorenzo Alexander and his wife Manjanique donated meals to the staff at Buffalo General Medical Center. The staff obviously are working hard, working a lot of long hours to keep people healthy and safe and to help those who've been infected with the coronavirus. Lorenzo Alexander is retired. He doesn't have to hang around Buffalo. He doesn't have to be involved in the community. But he's a good dude, and he loves his adopted hometown of Buffalo. He and his wife donating meals to the frontline workers at the Buffalo General Medical Center is what I liked this week. You like that? You like that? I would just add this about Lorenzo Alexander. As you and I both know, having met him a couple of times, being the big media stars that we are, oh, yeah. a solid believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. This is a good guy. As you say, this is a good dude. Lorenzo Alexander is really one of the best. For sure. Well, there you have it. That's our show for the week. Thanks so much for listening in. Just a quick reminder. The Beyond the Game program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. Thanks to all of you who have supported us and helped us bring the good news of the Bible to sports fans all around the world using Sports Talk Radio. We're asking that you'd continue to keep us in your prayers. And if God lays it on your heart to make a financial contribution to this ministry, whether that be a one-time gift or maybe even a recurring amount, please visit our website. It's btgprogram.com. For Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Lord willing, we'll be back together again next week right here at this same time. Be bold and be great this week, everybody. Everybody.